Louisville Gas and Electric says it's received the major state and federal permits necessary to build a nearly 12-mile-long natural gas pipeline through conservation lands in Bullitt County. WFPL's Ryan Van Velzer spoke with Yasmin Juma about the legal challenges that remain. Ryan, thank you so much for joining me today. The fight over the proposed path of the gas pipeline has been ongoing for years. Remind me of the players and the stakes involved. So back in 2017, utility regulators approved LG&E to build a natural gas pipeline in northern Bullock County. The proposed path cuts through some farms as well as conservation lands owned by Bernheim. So for the last few years, LG&E has been lining up permits and trying to acquire all the necessary lands. That brings us to August when the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers approved LG&E's permit to build the pipeline. Okay, so what are the environmental impacts? Yeah, there's a lot actually, because this would cross at least six major waterways, including wetlands, sinkholes, and habitat for more than a half dozen threatened or endangered species, including a couple of uh, bat species and the federally listed Kentucky Gladecrest. That's in addition to removing nearly 40 acres of forest, and that's all according to LG&E's own stormwater pollution prevention plan. Let's back up for a second. Why does LG&E want to build the pipeline in the first place? Right. So the argument that LG&E laid out initially and sticks to today is that the current pipeline has run out of capacity and a second pipeline is necessary to improve capacity, but also reliability and keep up with growth in the areas around Mount Washington, Shepherdsville, Claremont and Lebanon Junction. But actually, as initially proposed, most of the gas will be used by just one customer, Beam Suntory, the makers of Jim Beam bourbon. Wait, what? Yeah, I think this is really interesting. All this came out in an eminent domain case uh, as LG&E was trying to seize lands from some landowners who didn't want the pipeline to run through their property. The attorney in that case, John Cox, brought forth some evidence through discovery that was later confirmed by LG&E that Jim Beam, as initially proposed, would receive 100% of the gas for the first two years and nearly all of the gas for the first five years. Ultimately, the Bullock County uh, Circuit Court judge ruled in favor of lg allowing the company to seize the lands from the landowners. He acknowledged that Beam Suntory would greatly benefit from the pipeline, uh, but also found that it would serve the broader public. Does that mean that lg ratepayers would be paying for a pipeline that would primarily serve just one large customer? As initially proposed, yes. lg initially had talks with Beam Suntory asking them to pay for the pipeline, but Beam Suntory turned them down. So instead, LG&E went before the Public Service Commission and asked ratepayers to pay for the pipeline. As initially proposed, it was going to cost 20 to 25 million, uh, but I've heard that the cost now could be much, much higher. So what happens now that LG&E has most of the major permits necessary to build the pipeline? Does that mean that they're going to start construction? Not yet. There are actually a bunch of hurdles left to clear before LG&E can start putting shovels in the ground. Bernheim is still challenging a couple of their permits and approvals, and there are at least three separate court cases that have to get sorted out before we know what happens. Here's Bernheim Conservation Director Andrew Barry. So our efforts to protect this piece of land has us defending against LG&E's condemnation lawsuit in the Bullock County Circuit Court. And um, also, we're challenging that in the Kentucky Court of Appeals with the Kentucky Heritage Land Conservation Fund's sovereign immunity claim. So that's Barry talking about the first two cases. But there's also a third case between LG&E and U.S. Fish and Wildlife. That's in federal court. 
That's because Bernheim used federal money to help buy the conservation lands to protect imperiled bat species. All of this is to say that there's still a lot to be sorted out, and even with LGE having these permits in hand, it's still not clear what the future is for the pipeline. Brian, thank you so much. Thank you.